from the book of Isaiah, the 56th chapter, verse number four. Hasn't this worship been beautiful tonight, this morning? Thank you, Jesus. I thank God for a, a worship that, that resonates in the house of the Lord. You know what makes all the difference? Don't take it for granted. Don't take it for granted. Uh, there are a lot of places that don't get to experience that beautiful free flow of worship. And, uh, and it's not something we should take for granted, and it is something we all should contribute to. We should all be invested in, in that worship climate. You know why? Because the miracles of God flow in that kind of an environment. And so we want to continue to, to exalt the Lord and let His great power be manifest in our midst. We don't know who is among us and who needs a touch of the Holy Ghost in their life. But you can rest assured they're here, and it's, it, it's you and I that worship the Lord and bring His great presence into this place. Hallelujah. Isaiah 56, verse 4. For thus saith the Lord unto the eunuchs that keep my Sabbaths and choose the things that please me and take hold of my covenant, even unto them will I give in mine house and within my walls a place and a name better than of sons and daughters. I will give them an everlasting name that shall not be cut off. Also the sons of the stranger that join themselves to the Lord to serve him and to love the name of the Lord, to be his servants. Everyone that keepeth the Sabbath from polluting it and taketh hold of my covenant, even them will I bring to my holy mountain and make them joyful in my house of prayer. Their burnt offerings, their sacrifices shall be accepted upon mine altar. For mine house shall be called an house of prayer for all people. Oh, hallelujah. I'd like to speak to you on that subject, a house of prayer for all people. Could we go to the Lord in prayer tonight before we enter his word to understand it? God, I thank you for your great spirit that is in this place. Lord, we're nothing without you. Without you, we can do nothing. I pray, Lord, that your word would be quickened in our spirit, cause us to understand, cause us to, to flourish in your presence, oh God, to be closer to you, to be more like you. I pray in the name of Jesus that your word will go into our hearts like a seed in the name of the Lord and to grow up, oh God, fruitful and productive in our lives. In the precious name of Jesus, I ask for an anointing and a strength upon your messenger as I preach your word. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said in Jesus' name, amen and amen. God bless you. You may be seated in the name of the Lord. Prayer is man's connection to God. I think that we many times grow so accustomed to this idea of prayer that uh, we, we forget its power. and We forget it's the great blessing that it is uh, to the people of God. Sometimes I just like to thank God for prayer. Sometimes I just like to say, God, thank you that you gave us a thing like prayer. That we can open up our mouths and call upon your name. I want you to think about that for just a moment. I mean, there's not a dignitary in this world that you can get a hold of. Like you can get a hold of the great omnipotent God of heaven and earth. You, you, it doesn't matter. You, you can, whatever celebrity, you name them. You can't get through their layers of security that they have set up between you and them. You can't get through to world leaders. You can't get through to your own representatives that are on their way to Congress. You might get through to a staffer and, and let your complaint be known. But, but, but when we're talking about God, folks, I can call him up right now. Hallelujah. And be in his presence immediately. Thank you. I'm in his presence right now. I'm in his presence. Woo! He is, he's in me. And I in him. And so I, I like sometimes just to say, God, thank you that you have given us a thing called prayer where we can communicate with you and have relationship and connection with you. <laughs> and so the Lord said through the prophet Isaiah, he said, I want you, I want you to say to the, to the eunuchs, I want you to say to the those that are, that, are, that are outcasts, in verse number 8, he goes on to say, The Lord God which gathereth the outcasts of Israel saith, Yet will I gather others to him beside those that are gathered unto him. God said, I want those who, 
who normally would not have access into my presence, who would not have access into the temple of the Lord. He said, I want them to know that I have a house of prayer for all people. The sons of the stranger, those that join themselves to the Lord to serve him, to love the name of the Lord and to be his servants. Everyone that that keepeth my covenant and take hold of my covenant. I want them to know that this is a house of prayer for them, a house of prayer for all people. And and this was the the theme of God. God has never wanted to exclude people, to push people out. He's always wanted to bring people in. But he is a holy God. And, And no flesh can glory in his presence. And no sin can stand before him. And so there were all of these measures that people had to take and they had to come through a particular lineage of of covenant in order for them to be able to stand in the presence of God. But the Lord said, the day is coming when I will bring all people to my holy mountain. I am arranging this in such a way that, that whosoever will let him come and drink of the waters of life freely. And so this is the theme of God. He, he wants his people to be a people of prayer. And I, I want to issue a call to you tonight to let you know that God is calling us to a place of prayer. God is beckoning us and pleading with us to come into his presence and to be at one with him in prayer. And my heart's cry and my heart's desire is that we would fall in love again with praying to God, calling upon the name of the Lord and and resting in his presence and being at ease and at peace with the Lord in his presence through prayer. Jesus quoted this scripture of Isaiah 56, my house shall be called a house of prayer for all people. When he walked into the temple of God in Matthew 21, and, they, and the money changers were busy changing the money. And the, those merchants were selling doves in the temple. And they were trying to profit off of the vast numbers of people that were coming from all around the, the, the world. And they were coming into the temple of the Lord. And, and, and they were coming back for this moment of, of coming to Jerusalem. And Jesus found these money changers seeing these great crowds of people and saying this is our chance to make a little money off of these people that are coming into the temple of the Lord. And Jesus just walked up into that temple and and overthrew the tables. He didn't just say, listen guys, you guys need to close up shop. No, he didn't give them a chance. He made a statement. He walked in, he overthrew the tables of the money changers. He destroyed their their little booths that they had set up. And he drove them out with whips and said, get out of the temple of the Lord. And this was his reasoning. It is written, my house shall be called a house of prayer for all people. You have turned what is to be a house of prayer, he said, into a den of thieves. But he said, the temple of the Lord is to be a house of prayer. I want you to know, First Apostolic Church, that this house is to be a house of prayer. That this place is to be a place dedicated to seeking the face of Almighty God. That's why we praise. That's why we worship. That's why we intercede. That's why we lay hands on the sick. That's why we call upon God, knowing that he will answer prayer. That's why we bring our supplication to the throne of God. Because this is a house of prayer and it is for all people hallelujah it doesn't matter where you come from it doesn't matter where you've been it doesn't matter what you've done if you want to call upon God call upon God he will answer prayer Hallelujah. Don't think you have to fit some kind of a criteria in order to open up your mouth and call upon the God who created you. I'll tell you the criteria. Do you have a hungry heart? Do you believe? Do you have faith in God? Call on him. Cry out to him. Lift your voice to him. He will hear your cry. And he will answer prayer. We have to get into the business of knowing and believing that this is a house of prayer. Not only that, but 
<laughs> you are the temple of the Holy Ghost. And your temple, your body is to be a house of prayer. It is not to be a house of carnality. It is not to be a house of, of, of fleshly indulgence. It is to be a house of prayer. It is not to serve the appetites of your carnal man. Those are destructive tendencies, destructive habits. They will end in your eternal ruin. But praise God if you could understand that you are not your own but have been bought with a price with the precious blood of the Lamb of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that you are set apart for His glory. That you are set apart for His service. And that you and I, we are houses of prayer unto the Lord. My mind is to be a house of prayer. My spirit is to be a house of prayer. My heart is to be a house of prayer. My mouth is to be a house of prayer. Uh, my mouth is to be dedicated to the glory of Almighty God. If I'm going to speak to someone besides God, then let it be to the glory of God. Let it be to their uplifting and let it be to their edification. Let it be to their good. Hallelujah. Let it be a profession of my faith in God. Let it be a declaration of the gospel of Jesus Christ. You are a house of prayer. Hallelujah, I am a house of prayer. And so God wants us to fall in love with his presence again. He wants us to know the power of his presence. My heart is broken. I grieve, especially in this day and age where I live in a world that has completely lost sight of the power of prayer. And I can't wag my finger at them in disgust and disdain. And, and, and because the real culprit of this is that there is a church that has fallen in love with this world God sent it to preach the gospel to. There is a body of Christ that has become sluggish, that has become complacent, that has become lazy, that has lost sight of their own uh, understanding of prayer. You hear what I'm preaching to you. It's a, it's a universal challenge, ladies and gentlemen. But don't mistake, it starts with us. We've got to have a red-hot Holy Ghost revival of prayer inside of our spirit. A red-hot Holy Ghost revival of fasting where we are yearning to get into the presence of God. Where we're eager to get into the presence of the Lord. I can't fault this world that is full of sin and full of strife and full of unrighteousness and full of ungodliness. They are exactly who the Bible says they are. They are far from God. They, have, they don't know which way is up, which way is down. They are confused. The author of confusion has hypnotized them. But you and I, we have no excuse excuse. We know where our help comes from. We know who the God of our salvation is. We ought to be praying. We ought to be fasting. We ought to shut down social media. We ought to shut down mainstream media. We ought to shut down our infatuation with this world and fall in love with Jesus again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You feel hopeless because you have fallen into the hopelessness of this world. You feel helpless because you've fallen into the helplessness of this world. But I want you to know, ladies and gentlemen, that if you could ever understand that there's power in prayer and God has called you to a place of prayer. You say prayer is monotonous. Get over that. You say prayer is boring. Get over that. You say prayer, I just, I can't, I can't seem to concentrate. Get over that. You say, I just, it just, there's too many distractions. Get over that. I don't have time. Make time. I don't have, I don't have privacy. Find some privacy. Hallelujah. Find a place to pray. And you might think it's boring when you start, but you go a few minutes in. Nevertheless, never mind a few minutes. You go a few seconds in and it'll stop being boring as soon as you enter his gates and enter his courts. You'll enter into the power and the glory. Hallelujah. I said the power and the glory of Almighty God. Hallelujah. You won't feel bored. You won't feel like you're wasting your time. You'll have, you'll, you, the hardest thing about prayer is give, giving this flesh a good solid kick in the seat to do it. But then once you start, it's hard to stop. In fact, I have a hard time moving from praise into another place of prayer. Once I start praising him, I just have to keep praising him. Hallelujah. 
Sometimes I have to look at the clock and I think, oh my goodness, I've got stuff I want to pray about, but I just can't stop. Woo! Praising his name. I just can't stop praising his name. Lord, you are good and you are great and you are glorious. Hallelujah. You are mighty and you are powerful. Come on, get lost in it. Get carried away in it. It's time. You know what? You know what? I'm going to tell you a lot of what has happened is that a lot of the prayer warriors have passed off of the scene. In the church of the living God, a lot of the prayer warriors, the people who rattled the gates of heaven and who stormed the gates of hell and people who gave the devil nightmares because when they got up, they didn't let whatever he threw their way get them down. They'd go to their face in prayer. They'd go to their knees in prayer and they shook cities and they had revival and they prayed people through to the Holy Ghost. And a lot of those prayer warriors have passed off of the scene and gone on to glory. And it's up to us to be prayer warriors don't tell me what kind of talents you have the most important talent you have is prayer the most important ability you have in the kingdom of God is prayer Hallelujah. Doesn't matter how good you can preach. Preaching is only supported by prayer. Doesn't matter how good you can sing. Singing is only supported by prayer. Doesn't matter what kind of administrative abilities you have. It's all got to be supported by prayer. It doesn't matter what programs we put in place. It doesn't matter if we try to build this building. We've got to be in prayer. We've got to be in the presence of God. All of it is linked to prayer. All of it is linked to prayer. All of it is linked to touching God, to getting lost, getting lost in the presence of the Lord. And so our world ridicules prayer. Let them ridicule prayer. We need to show them what prayer can do. Hallelujah. The old song said, I know. I know, I know what prayer can do. I've seen mountains move in the face of a praying people. Hallelujah. I've seen sycamore trees be plucked up by the root when people of faith go to praying in Jesus' name. I've seen relationships healed. I've seen hardened hearts melt at the fervent heat of red hot apostolic Holy Ghost prayer. Hallelujah. I've seen a break off of people's minds break off of people's spirits I've seen people and don't stop praying pray without ceasing don't you ever stop praying don't pray for one week and then stop pray for another week and then stop you pray week after week day after day month after month year after year decade after decade until God That's what prayer warriors do. They know the power of prayer. Hallelujah. And they'll pray through things. They'll pray through things. In the name of Jesus. I'm going through. I'm going through. I don't care what the rest of the world decides to do. I've made up my mind. Ain't going to turn around. I'm walking with my Jesus. And I'm going through. I'm praying through this thing. I'm praying through this confusion. I'm praying through this mess. I'm praying through this trial. I'm praying through this tribulation. I'm going to pray through until I break through. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. And, and, and it'll, it'll take God to come down and tell me it's not his will. I'm not going to stop praying just because some devil tries to hinder it. It'll take God. God's going to have to come down and tell me himself, stop praying about this. And sometimes he will. Sometimes he will. But, but it's going to take God because there's no devil in hell that's going to keep a prayer warrior from saying, all right, it just must not be meant to be. You keep on praying. You come to God every day and say, God, here I am again in the name of Jesus Christ. Go to battle. Go to battle. Go to battle in Jesus' name. The scripture says that the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Now that's a powerful word, avail. Not to be confused with the word prevail or travail. Both of which are associated with prayer. Prevailing prayer. Prayer that prevails. Travailing prayer. As if a woman with, as, 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 as it were a woman with child. 
and, and you pray until that miracle is birthed. But then there's availing prayer. Hallelujah. As in available. There are resources that are able to be availed. There are powers that are able to be availed. They are locked in the recesses of God's power and God's kingdom and prayer opens those treasure troves up and it's the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man that avails those resources to your circumstances Lord in the name of Jesus I call upon your mighty power right now to cover my family to cover my wife to cover my children to cover this congregation to cover the families and the marriages to cover the minds hallelujah Lord in the name of Jesus reach into the hospitals of this city Lord in the name of Jesus comfort all that mourn Lord in the name of Jesus let the power of your spirit be poured out let the revelation of the name of the Lord Jesus Christ flow mightily through our city I'm going to tell you it's the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man and that means mankind that availeth much of the presence of God it avails the glory and the power of God for the circumstances you're praying about so effectual and fervent there's nothing like passionate prayer passionate prayer Prayer where you're laying it all out there for God to see. You're laying it all out on the line. Just throw yourself down into his presence. Let the situation grip you. Feel the circumstances you're praying about. Feel the need. Hallelujah. Let it get down in your soul. Let it get down in your spirit. Hallelujah. Let it get into your eyes to where you weep about it. Let it get into your spirit where you moan about it. Let it get down into your soul where you travail over it. Where you say, oh my Lord, I can tell that this depends on me breaking through. You need to pray like it depends on your prayer. You need to pray like it depends on you breaking through into heaven's throne room. Hallelujah. Come on, ladies and gentlemen. This is, this is important. It's an effectual and fervent prayer that avails much. But it's not just effectual and fervent prayer. It's important that it's effectual and fervent prayers of righteous people that avail much. It is important that you repent before God and that you lay aside whatever junk you've got in your life. Don't let it hold you back from approaching God. But you better lay that stuff down before the Lord. And say, God, if there's anything hindering my prayers, remove it from me. Let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, you don't want anything hindering your prayers. You don't want some, some ridiculous iniquity that you just can't seem to get over hindering your prayers. The carnal mind is enmity against God. It's like a wall between you and the Lord. And when you've got some iniquitous behavior, some iniquitous sinful lifestyle going on in your life, it's like a wall between you and God. Don't let that be the case. Come out from among them and be separate, saith the Lord. Lay it all down and say, God, I don't want anything between you and I. I don't want anything to stand between you and I. Whatever it is, God, take it away. Take it away. Remove it from my mind. Remove it from my spirit. I release it to you now, O oh Lord. Hallelujah. In the first chapter of the book of Isaiah, the Lord said concerning this very thing, he spoke to them about their feast. He said, look, I'm not interested. He said, I'm not interested in your feast. He said, he said when you come to appear before me, who, had the, who has required this at your hand to tread my courts? Bring no more vain oblations. Incense is an abomination unto me. The new moons and Sabbaths, the calling of assemblies, I cannot away with. It is iniquity. Even the solemn meeting. He said, your ritual is detestable to me. Your ceremony, I'm sick of it. You've got all this pomp and all this circumstance and all of, you're going through these motions and they don't matter at all. They have become sickening to me. He said, when you spread forth your hands, he said, he said, your new moons and your appointed feasts, my soul hateth. He said, they are a trouble unto me. I am weary to bear them. When you spread forth your hands, I will hide mine eyes from you. Yea, when you make many prayers, I will not hear. 
your hands are full of blood. Who have you hurt? Who have you injured? You better get it out there before God so that nothing hinders your prayers. Lord, if there's anything I've done to hurt anybody, I lay it down before you. I cannot, ladies and gentlemen, I cannot afford to be an empty praying person. I've got to be able to have my prayer heard by God. I don't want to live a life where God can't hear my prayer. I don't want to live the kind of a life where I don't have any access to God. It's my only life force. It's my only life stream to be able to walk into the courtroom of God make my petition known give him my praise and my worship so if I have done something to to hinder that at all Lord take it away from me if I have injured someone Lord forgive me make it right in the name of Jesus hallelujah go to that person make it right hallelujah if it has become form and function and fashion to you you need to repent from that and walk away from that and get right with God again and have a sincere motive and have a sincere heart and say God I don't care about the new moons and the, and the feasts and the sabbaths and all of this stuff that I've made it about I just want you I want you because because everything is pointing to you don't let me get caught up in the symbol so much that I lose the substance because he said I I will hide myself from you he said wash you make you clean put away the evil of your doings from before mine eyes cease to do evil learn to do well seek judgment relieve the oppressed judge the fatherless plead for the widow hallelujah Come now and let us reason together. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. If you be willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. Hallelujah. Effectual, fervent prayer of righteous people. Those who are truly righteous understand that they're not righteous at all. Those who are truly righteous understand that there is no righteousness in them. That their righteousness comes from the Lord himself. Those who are going to be righteous before God understand that it is Christ that has made righteousness unto us. Hallelujah. You can't go seek your own righteousness. That's as filthy rags in the sight of God. But it's the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man. What are you saying, Brother Urshan? I'm saying it's the passionate, forceful prayer of a person who knows that they are only made righteous by the blood of Jesus Christ. And they humble themselves before him. And they repent from their evil ways. And they say, oh, God, hear my cry. That prayer avails much. They said, they said, don't send us your thoughts and prayers after the most recent tragedy. And you know what, ladies and gentlemen, prayers, I understand the sentiment, but, but you got to understand. It's just meaningless verbiage to say, sending my prayers to you. Where are you sending your prayers? Your prayers belong to one man, one God, the Lord Jesus Christ. That's who our prayers belong to. They belong to the Lord. So we can send comfort. We can can let folks know we're thinking about them. But when it comes to prayer, there's only one to whom we pray. And we got to get in the habit of praying proactively and not reactively. We've got to get into the habit of saying, oh God, in the name of Jesus, I plead the blood of Jesus over these young people of 2018. Mighty God, right now, bring a revival. Bring a revival. In the name of Jesus, heal their land. Comfort them and strengthen them right now in the name of Jesus. Baptize them with the Holy Ghost and fire. Are you praying over the youth of this generation? If not, you need to get down on your knees and start praying for the youth of this generation. Lord, God, deliver them from this wickedness. Deliver them from this spirit of violence that has gripped our nation. In the name of Jesus, deliver them from the hurt. Deliver them from the pain. Let the blood of Jesus wash over them. Let righteousness run as a mighty stream. In the name of the Lord, let the joy of the Lord be their strength God send a revival if my people or you don't think it'll work listen if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways then will I hear from heaven forgive their sin and heal their land who my people called by my name he's talking about us 
He is talking about us. He's not saying, he's not saying, he's not saying the nation. He's saying it starts with us. If my people, which are called by my name, if they'll start praying and they'll start humbling themselves and if they'll start turning from their wicked ways, that's you and that's me. If we'll start doing what we're supposed to be doing, then God will hear from heaven, forgive the sin of this land and heal this land. I'm going to tell you something right now. God can pour out the Holy Ghost on this whole nation based on a prayer meeting in Cincinnati, Ohio. God can do that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do you know where this whole modern Pentecostalism started? It started in a little place called Azusa Street. In Los Angeles, California, some back road little building that nobody had ever heard about. It's like this little stretch of, 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 of nothing of a road. And this little building where faith, folks began to pray, began to seek God, began to call upon his mighty power. And the Holy Ghost did what the Holy Ghost does, began to be poured out. Hallelujah. And I'm going to tell you something. It's been an unstoppable force ever since. What would happen if people just got gripped by prayer, what would happen if people just got gripped, hallelujah, by praying? I can't get away from Acts chapter 12 when the apostle Peter was taken into prison and he was shut away and he was going to die. And, and this death was going to be pronounced upon him. It was an absolute foregone conclusion that he was in fact going to die. But the saints began to pray. And the scripture says they cease not to pray. Day and night, they ceased not to pray. And they prayed, and they prayed, and they prayed. Now here's what, what was happening. See, some folks will say, it's fine if you pray, but when are you going to do something? See, you don't understand prayer. That's spoken by somebody who doesn't understand prayer. Because when you're praying, you are unleashing the things of God upon the circumstances that you cannot control invisible things start happening when you pray see if you need to do something you will find out what you need to do in prayer it is within the context of prayer and the word of God that God will reveal to you what you need to do sometimes all you're doing is saying God do it God do it God do it God do it and what's happening in heaven is God is dispatching angels so they're in this house praying, praying, praying. And people could have tweeted and Facebooked and, and Snapchat and Instagram said, oh, they're in there praying. Like, that's going to do a lot of good. Thanks for sending your thoughts and prayers to Peter in prison. We're not sending our thoughts and prayers to Peter in prison. We're sending our thoughts and prayers to the holy God of heaven and earth who has all power in the palm of his hand. And we're calling upon his mighty power right now in the name of Jesus. And while they were praying, angels were being dispatched from heaven, walking down Jacob's ladder. Nobody could see him. The ladder was dropped right down into the middle of that prison. And angels were stepping down into the middle of that prison because saints were praying. Righteous people were praying. They were praying effectually. They were praying fervently. Hallelujah. And the angel slipped past the guard, slipped past the bars, didn't need a key, didn't need to bust anything open because they were operating on a higher level. Hallelujah. That's what prayer will do. It'll put invisible things into motion. You say, why, why does it require prayer? Why doesn't God just do it? Oh, see, you, you got to understand. Adam and Eve gave this whole earth away. The Bible says that we're under the law of sin and death. We're dealing with a, a whole world that is operating under the law of sin and death. The only thing that brings God into the mix is when we call upon him. Hallelujah. Lord, I call upon you in Jesus' name to move right now in these circumstances. And he who has all power, he he who has all power is able to move into our circumstances, into our situation. He can't do it until you open up your mouth and invite him in. So do it. You need to be, you need to be opening up your mouth and praying, 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 praying. Just pray. You got so much to be praying about. What are you doing right now? You need to open up your mouth and pray. Lord, in the name of Jesus, touch my mind. Touch my body. Lord, touch my friend. Lord, touch my parents. Lord, touch my schoolmates. Lord, touch my youth group. Bless. 
this congregation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The scripture says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. We have been distracted out of our secret place. We have been lulled out of our secret places. We have been, we have been lured out like, a, like an animal with food. Just We've been baited by Satan out of the secret place of God. And we're out here in this, in this bunch of trivial nonsense where we should be hidden with Christ in God, tucked away in a closet of prayer, getting a hold of the face of God saying Lord hear my cry hear my cry you will be surprised at what comes out of you the words that come forth from your soul it shall be in you a well of living water springing up into everlasting life prophetic declarations will come from you hallelujah words you didn't even know you knew will come out of you you will pray prolific prayers like the Psalms there will be words to emerge from your soul and they'll ascend into the glory and into the presence of God and things will happen in your life that can only happen through the power of prayer hallelujah oh hallelujah glory to God I'm telling you God's working when you don't know he's working if you'll pray if you'll pray when you go when you go without praying you're basically telling God I got this I got this I don't need you I'm fine but when you are approaching him saying God I need you to move right now in the name of Jesus don't worry about it pray about it I said don't worry about it pray about it if you start to worry about it that's your cute need to pray you need to pray open up your mouth don't talk to people about it pray about it you don't have to go to people and say this is what I'm scared of and that's what I'm scared of you go to God and say God this is what I'm worried about speak in tongues while you pray let the spirit make intercession for you while you're praying hallelujah let God get a hold of you come on somebody we got to fall in love with his presence again and get lost in prayer again oh hallelujah 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 I'm thinking of a young man who was raised in church and he walked away from God. He began to run with the wrong crowd. He found out that there were friends of his that could, that could make a quick buck by selling drugs. And so he began to, to go that path. He began to sell drugs. He became proficient in his selling of drugs learned how to evade authorities and he learned how to mind his P's and Q's and just avoid troublesome circumstances and barely miss prison and he was far from God but he had a praying mother yes he did I said he had a praying mother I'm going to tell you what you need to give to the loved ones in your life give them the gift of being a prayer warrior be that prayer warrior in their life. That is calling upon God on their behalf constantly. Oh, God. I'm going to tell you what. That if, 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 if they've got a prayer warrior in their life, they are among the most blessed in this world. Give your loved ones the gift of knowing that you are praying for them. In the name of Jesus Christ. I don't care how old you are, how young you are. It doesn't matter where you come from or what your experience has been or, or how much confidence you have in yourself. None of that matters. Every one of us are equal at the foot of the cross. You walk into the presence of God and say, God, I need you to hear my cry right now. He had a praying mother. He was in Miami, Florida. And while he was in Miami, Florida, he was getting ready for a major drug deal. And he was going to meet at an upscale hotel under the guise of a business arrangement. And they were going to meet in a particular ballroom. And they were going to exchange their, their paraphernalia and money. And, and he was in Miami ready to do this. And while he was staying on a, at a hotel about 30 minutes away, he had a dream. In the dream, he was walking into a hotel lobby. And he, he turned a corner to go down the hallway. And at the end of that hallway was a a ballroom door, conference room door. He walked all the way to the end of that hallway and, and he extended his hand to turn the, the handle. And as he did, the handle grew hot like fire. He withdrew his hand and, and almost as a hologram,
graphic image, there appeared my grandfather, who was his pastor. And my grandfather was saying to him in his dream, do not walk through that door. He extended his hand again, and, and when he did, his hand grasped the handle, and again, it grew hot like fire. He withdrew his hand, and once again, my grandfather's image appeared before him and said, do not walk through that door. He woke up in a cold sweat and was too afraid to go to that drug exchange that day. He decided not, even fearing for his life, not knowing what would come of, as a result of him not going, but he decided, I can't go. The fear of God had gripped his heart. It was just a few hours later that that word came that there was a, there was a problem with the way that the interaction went down, and there was a, there was a gunfight that broke out, and, and, and everybody that was a part of that on his side ended up dying. He would have been in the middle of those that died, perished that day. And though he was far from God, though he had walked away from the Lord, though he was down such a dangerous and treacherous path, there was a prayer warrior in his life praying prayers like, God, be with him. God, speak to him. God, speak to his heart right now. Lord, I don't know where he is tonight. I don't know what he's doing, but speak to his heart. Protect him and watch over him in the name of the Lord Jesus. I'm going to tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. There's power in prayer. There's power in prayer. Don't you ever underestimate what happens when you begin to pray. There was this woman who was who was so devastated that she could not have children, and she cried out to the Lord. She had cried out to her husband, and he could do nothing. Man is always helpless to do what you need them to do. But she cried out to the Lord. She threw herself down at his, at his presence in the temple and said, Lord, I need you to work a miracle in my body. Lord, I will do anything to have a child. Her prayer became so desperate that Hannah began to pray, and, and she was speaking in a way that was Un, unintelligible there was no way to decipher what it was she was saying I don't even know the mystery of what was going on there I won't even try except to say that when Eli saw her he had the same reaction that they did on the day of Pentecost to say she's drunk because he couldn't understand what she was saying I don't know what all that means all I know is she had entered a realm of prayer where she was communicating directly with God and God was opening up her womb as she was praying didn't stop there ladies and gentlemen it didn't stop there she prayed over that little boy Samuel she dedicated him to the house of God she brought him a coat every single year so that every year he had a new coat to put on because she was she was with him as he grew and then when she's off the scene the Bible says about Samuel that that his words the Lord did not let his words fall to the ground the favor of God was so heavy upon that young child and I'm going to tell you that it came from a praying mother it came from somebody in his life who refused to give up on praying who didn't think it was boring to pray who didn't think it was monotonous to pray who didn't think it took up too much time to pray who wasn't intimidated by the schedule and resisted praying but who threw herself down at the feet of God and said Lord do it do it do it in my life hallelujah hallelujah you know what I believe? I believe God has called every single one of us to a higher place of prayer. He has called every single one of us to a higher place of prayer. And I rebuke the thought right now in somebody's mind that just said, oh, I know who, who the good prayer warriors in our church are. It needs to be you. It needs to be every single one of us. Don't you, don't you pass that on to somebody else to be the prayer warrior. You're the prayer warrior. Call upon God. He will answer prayer. You say, well, I've got something in my life. Like you said, Pastor, lay it down. Repent of it. It's time to grow up. It's time to get serious. It's time to get lost in a covenant of prayer. My house is a house of prayer for all people. For all people. Come on, let's lift up our hands right now in the name of Jesus. Let's lift up our hands unto the Lord right now. In this place, come on, let's magnify him in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come on, that's it. Let's praise him right now. Let's praise him right now. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Come on, somebody go ahead and get lost in prayer right now. Somebody needs to find a place to pray and say, God, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be the one. I'm going to be the one. I'm going to be the one. I'm going to be the one. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I don't know what to pray about. Then you're not paying attention. You need to know what to pray about. There's plenty to pray about. All the pain, all the heartache, all the hardship. There's plenty to pray about. And, 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 and don't even start with prayer. Start with praise. There's plenty to praise about. He's worthy. He's holy. He's mighty. He's excellent in all the earth. Come on, that's it. Let it grip you right now. Let it grip you right now. Let it grip you right now. In the name of the Lord. In the name of the Lord. That's it in the name of Jesus. Come on, we need folks walking and praying. We need folks talking in tongues. We need folks interceding right now. In the name of Jesus. Come on, God's moving in our congregation. I need some folks to plead the blood of Jesus over the church right now. In the name of the Lord, I need some folks to plead the blood of Jesus over the leadership of the church. I need folks to pray right now in the Holy Ghost. I need the Spirit of God to make intercession in you right now. Come on, if you know somebody with cancer, you need to start cursing that cancer in their body. In the name of Jesus, don't just sit back and think how awful it is that they're suffering. Call it out. Bring it to God in prayer. Come on, if you know somebody bitter and rebellious and stubborn, in the name of Jesus, God, soften their heart. God, soften their spirit. Lord, speak to their mind right now in the name of the Lord. In the name of the Lord. That's it, that's it, that's it, that's it, that's it, that's it, that's it. In the name of the Lord. In the name of the Lord. In the name of the Lord. Come on, somebody get a hold of him right now. Somebody get a hold of him right now. Go ahead and let travail grip you. Let an intercessory prayer grip you in Jesus' name. He's searching for an intercessor. He's searching for an intercessor. He's searching for an intercessor. Let it grip you, let it grip you, let it grip you. That's it. Pray till you weep, weep, weep through it, pray through it. Hallelujah, break through it in the name of Jesus. Pray till it lifts, pray till it lifts, pray till it lifts, pray till the chain breaks, pray till the chain breaks in the name of Jesus. 
Come on, pray like their salvation depends on you touching God. Pray like their healing depends on you touching God. Pray like their healing depends on you touching God. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord God, yes, Lord God, yes, Lord I want everything you've been worrying about. I want you to start praying about it right now. Come on, I want you to flip the coin on the devil. He's had you worried. We're going to switch it from worrying about it to praying about it. We're not taking it lying down in the name of Jesus Christ. If you've been fretting about it, turn it into praying about it right now in the name of the Lord. Whatever it is, whatever it is that's kept you up at night, whoever it is that's been on your heart, has been on your mind, go ahead and call on Jesus. Call on Jesus. Call, call, call on Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, that's it, effectual, fervent, effectual and fervent, passionate prayer, intercessory prayer.
Let God, let God overthrow the tables. Let God overthrow the tables in your life. Whatever you've got in your spirit that's been pulling you away from prayer, let God overturn it right now in Jesus' name. Let God flip it upside down. Come on, he's going to set some priorities straight in our mind. He's going to set some priorities straight in our spirit. Lord, forgive us for our time wasters. Lord, forgive us for wasting time. Time we could have been spending preaching the gospel. Time we could have been spending reaching the lost. Time we could have been spending praying. God, forgive us. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. He's holy. Hallelujah. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. Yes, Lord Jesus. Yes, Lord Jesus. Victory right now, God. Victory right now, God. Victory. Victory in Jesus. Victory in Jesus. Victory in Jesus. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, be liberated from your feeling of defeat. Be delivered from your feeling of defeat right now in the name of Jesus. Those that have felt defeated, those that have felt broken down, those that have felt beaten down, be delivered right now. Be lifted up in the name of Jesus. Be strengthened and be strong in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's it. That's it. Invisible things are happening. Invisible things are happening. Press on through. Pray on through. Pray on through to absolute victory in Jesus. That's it. Invisible things are happening in the Holy Ghost. receive your joy Lord I receive your joy God in the name of Jesus Lord bring joy spread joy hallelujah Lord impart joy distribute joy hallelujah hallelujah give joy to your people give joy to your people give joy give joy give joy liberally oh God give joy liberally oh God to your people hallelujah Lord, forgive our nation. Forgive our nation for its sins. Forgive our nation for its sins. Cleanse our nation, oh God, from the filthiness. Cleanse our nation, oh God, from their pollutions. Cleanse our nation, oh God, from the 
filthiness of the flesh and unrighteousness. Wash them, I pray, in the blood of the Lamb. Let a Holy Ghost revival grip our nation in Jesus' name. Let a Holy Ghost revival grip our nation in Jesus' name. Lord, turn them from their evil ways, I pray. Turn them from their evil ways, I pray. Oh, God, the blasphemy and the abomination that they send up to you as a stench in your nostril. Oh, God, wash them, I pray. Let the gospel of Jesus Christ reach their hearts. Let the gospel of Jesus Christ reach their spirit. In the name of Jesus, Lord, speak life and speak light, Lord. Let the clarity of your truth ring true. Let the clarity of your truth ring loud and clear in our nation, oh God. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Jesus, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, 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 thank you, Jesus. Oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God. Oh, God, in your name, Lord, in your name, Lord, heal this land, heal this city. Oh, God, cleanse from all unrighteousness. Oh, God, Lord, I pray you break down the walls of chains, Lord God, that the enemy is wrapped around the minds and the hearts and the bodies of the people of this city. Lord, we lift it up and be exalted. God, in your righteous might, in your beautiful glory, God. Oh, 
Oh, great God, oh, God, oh, Lord, I pray. 